Cool. Uh, right. Well, welcome to episode two of the Wildman's podcast. Um, I've got myself, Colin, um, and Dan is also here as well. Uh, unfortunately, Sven couldn't make it. Um, family emergency, still in bed, out for a, out for a long run. Who knows? Um, but today uh, we're joined by Mr. Ben Weeks, or AKA the, the Barefoot Daddy. Uh, ben, how you doing, mate? I'm very good, thank you. Yeah. Good. Thank you for coming on. How, how's uh, how's how's lockdown life been treating you? Uh, yeah, it's been um, uh, fun. It, fun, I say fun. <laughs> it, it it's been a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I flit from uh, acceptance to irritation, uh, back to acceptance, and then back into irritation, and then uh, elements of boredom uh throughout it i mean i it, i don't think other than uh the kid formerly being at home um we haven't we've we've had to try and we've kind of found a we found a groove in this third uh lockdown mm-hmm. where my wife does the morning shift uh sort of me going off for a, a, my morning run uh, and then i uh sorry i t- do the morning shift and then she takes over in the afternoon so we've both been able to balance work in that fashion do you, do you mean the, the homeschooling um, yes yeah yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah yeah um and so so once we eventually found that uh groove uh, at the end of the first lockdown doing it on the second uh, third lockdown because the kids were still at school during that sort of second like month um uh then we were just slotted back into it and it, it worked but it was still frustrating you felt you were like 50 percent capacity of what you're um capable of doing and so yeah it was fun and we're quite happy that uh he is back at school now was it were you day drinking last monday can you not say if, if the boss is listening <laughs> if there was a pub open i probably wouldn't be day drinking i think uh, but uh, no uh, I, i'm fortunate enough that work has been fairly consistent so I, I was able to do a bit more work than i have been during the sort of the the, the lockdown and stuff so cool yeah well, i see you you take your son with you on some of your runs as well uh, I, yeah, I did during the lockdown. I basically, <clears throat> I'd, I'd sort of agreed with my wife that um, she she doesn't do much in the ways of sort of running and tends to favour yoga. So I I always sort of come at the view that the dog needs exercise, so I will run with him. Um, and uh, it, it fast. Uh, I was I wasn't necessarily trying to run street, but there was a phase last year where I was sort of trying to run every day, uh, at least during the week. Um, and my knees were just getting fucked up. So um, I started sort of throwing in these rest days, at which point when the lockdown was on, it was like, well, I'll bring my son out to it to school him on running. Uh, not school him on running per se, but get him outside as well before sort of the rest of them burn off some some early energies. lesson. Um, and that seemed to work out, but it then sort of material- transpired into sort of this gaps and gates thing that I posted about where... Um, because we're running country lanes there's obviously a variety of different gaps and or gates uh, and so he runs to each one goes on my shoulder for the next phase and then drops off on the next one and so on and so forth over a, whatever course we've identified and it just made it a little bit more fun for him and supposedly a core cool workout for me but 
I'm not sure I've worked out any sort of core benefits other than sort of a sore neck <laughs> because he sort of buggers around whilst he's on the shoulders and waving his hands and all this crap. <laughs> oh, that's good, though. That's good. That's something I'm looking forward to being able to do with, um, with my Your son's probably. four, right? You said? Uh, he, he will be uh, next month. Okay. And yeah. you've just got the one? Yeah, just the one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Dan, yours is what, like spitting old, spitting age old, right? Yeah, three and a month, three and a half months old. Nice. Yeah, so it's all fresh and new for me. It's great, man. Yeah. How old is your son, Ben? Uh, he just had his sixth birthday on March. Okay. So um, uh, on March, on the fifth of March. Um, yeah, he's a he's a he's a little dude actually. Um, I I I'm inclined towards shouting uh, a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. But it, yeah. it it's not for. Um, yeah. It, it, he, he's, he's excellent. I mean, we share the same sort of interests for the most part. We've got him a PlayStation controller for Christmas that he's now obsessed with video games and all that stuff. So I think he's moving into that age zone where um, I've got, he's been, des I, I was initially showing him elements of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which I think we'd messaged about at one point. Yeah. yeah. Um, just on the parts where you can explore the countryside, but I've told him he's not allowed to interact with anybody because as soon as you do, you're just sucked into actually having to maim them. And yeah. I, my wife has said that she's not terribly keen. <laughs> I'm seeing decapitations going on at this early age in his life. So. And he's ruining your save, your game save as well. Huh? And he's ruining your game save as well. He's well, a few, a few too, yeah. getting to that point. God, a mate of mine. I had a mate of mine down when um, I got Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh, I love um, that game. Uh, when uh, it first came out, and a mate came down uh, for New Year's when we were allowed to actually hang out with other people, um, and uh, he, he 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 was desperate to have a go and had a go. <laughs> decided to go. And, uh, I'd built up like a war chest of money, and he decided to go around and maim as many people as he could with no particular purpose, so that by the time he'd finished and our drinking uh, uh, ensued, I had like various wanted point posters for me across half the game. I was like, oh my God, I've got to dig myself out of this and try and... But anyway, yeah, so the, the boys, we, we've subsequently got him game, so he's obsessed with Sonic racing which is actually quite good fun. My wife and I kind of split the responsibilities of playing with him and racing with him. But it's, I think it's good hand-eye coordination trainer is that's what we've convinced ourselves of. So. It's a bit, bit of escapism, isn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, so we really wanted to go back to sort of like the, you know, the start. So where did you, you know, why did you start running in, you know, in the first place? <sighs> I think I've always, <clears throat> running's always been a part of what my fitness regime. I think when I, uh, when I was uh, younger, well, it makes me sound old, but I'm not, I, well, I suppose I'm old enough, but um, like if, if uni and out of, coming out of uni and not having a lot of money to be able to fork, fork out, um, money for a gym membership and all that sort of stuff, I would defer to going off for a run. You've always probably got trainers, go off and run and all that sort of stuff. I guess sort of the serious running kicked off when, uh, so I, I left the country when I was 25, just a bit, 
bit fucking bored of it, to be honest. I think I'd sort of obsessed over the fact that whenever there was a problem, the English way of dealing with stuff was a cup of tea. And I, <laughs> I, there was a point that I was, what, 20, as I say, 24, 25, I was like, fucking hell, how can that be the answer to every situation? And decided to go off and uh, go off and sort of uh, explore a little bit. But that exploration had to have a job with it. And so I joined a cruise ship. Uh, and long story short, met a girl, lived some time in uh, Washington, D.C., uh, and she was Canadian, eventually found ourselves in to Toronto, where I generally stayed for about 10 years. Um, and I, it was during that time that I started getting more into running. So I joined a running group, um, uh, and they then enticed me into doing this thing called the Around the Bay 30K, which is a uh, qualifying race for the Boston Marathon. Okay. I'm one of the eldest, I think, in the, I think it's older than Boston as a running meetup. Um, and the chat part of the challenge, although it's only 30K, so 12K uh, short of a full marathon, um, it's done in March, which is in a place called Hamilton, which is right, if, if you know kind of where Toronto is and you've got Lake Ontario and all that sort of stuff, there's this little bit here and so you've got essentially reputed lake effect snow but you do it in March which was in the heart of winter for Canadians and it was like right so you have to train during the winter and that's part of the whole shtick of it because mm. you train through the winter in order to then go off and do this meet of roughly about this time of year so I think it's, it's probably due uh, in the coming uh, weeks uh, and so I got sort of enticed into doing that. And that's when I really sort of started paying attention to it. And then I was supposed to do the uh, Toronto Marathon that same year. Uh, but by the time that that came around and I was training for it, my knees just weren't, I wasn't feeling pretty good about my knees and sacked it off. But uh, uh, leading up to that, I'd done a couple of 10Ks, I'd done a couple of half marathons and all that stuff. And that's as I said, then I then sort of flitted into sort of gym work and doing a bit more of that stuff and got divorced and it, there was a variety of different reasons and then spent more time doing gym and losing weight. I mean, there's all these sort of undulations of, of uh, uh, what I guess I went through that I've come back here and running's always been at the centre of what I've done. So all this other shit's gone up, uh, uh, gone on during that time. Yeah. But I... I, I I, yeah, at the moment, I, I, this lockdown has, has helped my running no end at the moment. I, I think I'm more invigorated now by it than I have been in a, in a long time. What, this, this third lockdown or just the lockdowns in oh, general? Just the lockdowns from the beginning one yeah, yeah. through to now. Um, in terms of getting outside um, and actually just going off and doing stuff, you don't need a gym. I mean, people, I obviously I appreciate that what Sven does for a living, but... You don't need a gym and we might come on to this natural movement thing if if there's time later on but that yeah. seems to uh, open my eyes recently you don't actually need a gym gym and fork over 40 quid a month for it or whatever the price or 100 quid a month depending on where you live and all that sort of stuff so um does that answer the question in a very long-winded way no no absolutely it does absolutely it does um so, I mean, just out of curiosity, when you did the, was it Race the Bay? Run the uh, around, bay? around the Bay, yeah. Around the Bay. How cold was it? Uh, I think one of the, uh, the actual day I can, 
tell you, I mean, it was pretty rainy when we set off. Um, and so you had all sort of the gear and, and such. And I think it rained throughout most of it. The elation once across the line, because you, you run, it finishes in one of the ice hockey stadiums down there. And so you come in and it's all enclosed and it was all open and all that sort of stuff. And there's all people were sitting around so all your supporters. That was quite that was quite an experience. Oh, yeah. Um, not that I care. I think the guy, when I was halfway, the guy who won it was had finished. <laughs> it gives you a sense of how bloody quick I was at the time. But um, one of the, the the training, I think I remember training in minus 25. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, there's a guy <clears throat> who's a Brit who now lives over there and we've connected on Instagram. Sorry, I'm pointing because my phone's here off to my right, but um, uh, he is currently over there at the moment and does a lot of ultra marathons from what I can gather. And I started engaging with him going, oh, well, if you're gonna wrap up because of the weather, make sure you've got Vaseline to put over what you sew around your eyes and all that sort of stuff so that you don't get frostbite. <clears throat> I reminded him of it when he was sort of pointing out that the weather was sort of dipping quite heavily. Uh, and all that sort of stuff, whether he's actually listened or not is entirely up to him, but... Um, <laughs> um, uh, You'll know if his next photo is another nose. Uh, <laughs> You'll know if his next post he's lost his <laughs> yeah, nose. Got this black spot on his nose. Yeah. Um, he, uh, um, one of the other things that happened is that I had a camelback tra training through that, so I still have it, funnily enough, um, and, and the water tube uh, tended to freeze within the first hour. So. <laughs> You were out for like two, three hour runs in order to sort of acclimatize and all that stuff. And you got yourself into that headspace of, okay, I'm going to go this distance. Okay, fine, fine. And you got the water and you get through and realize that it was. Uh, so I got to a point at one point where I was putting, I was trying to put a little bit of salt in it to see if that would keep the water going. And then the sort of the electrolytes component would sort of kick in so that I'd be more energetic. Uh, and that didn't work whatsoever. <laughs> so just the tube just froze up. <laughs> Oh well, learn, did you, right? Did, did you find a way to stop it from freezing? No, I'm honest. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I don't think I did. I think uh, it was sort of trying to break up the ice, and even then, that didn't really sort of help much. And so you ended up putting up the fact that you couldn't drink. But then at those sorts of temperatures, I don't think you're particularly worried about dehydration. Uh, it's more sort of getting getting going and actually running. Yes. Mm. I guess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I collapse, I'm sure there's snow on the ground so long as it wasn't yellow. Yeah. Drink <laughs> that in. But I wasn't, I was never particularly competitive. It was more the feat of doing it, which I think very much, I think, from chat, listening to your podcast, what you boys are about, it's the sort of just getting off and seeing what you can actually accomplish, right? That's the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I can get very competitive um, but a lot of the time I'm you know I'm almost uh, I, I got on my run today which was crap but uh, I, I got was it yesterday no it was yesterday the one that I, I sacked off I got a crown <laughs> I got a crown well and I was going to screenshot it and post it and tag you to my little post and went oh I got a crown bitch should have should have man to be able to sort of throw down the, the verbiage yet but uh, all, all in the fullest of time I'm sure <laughs> no I think I, I'm annoying a few people near where I live going after crowns and what have you 
I've stopped for the last few weeks just because I want to concentrate on. Well, it on... makes it more competitive, right? <laughs> yeah, that's 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 why I look at it. I mean, there's a couple, and I think I was there's two that I've got my eye on, and I think I'm like two or three seconds off of it, and I'm like, right, I'm just gonna save them because I know I can I know I can make two or three seconds up. So, um, but there's some of them, and you look at them, and you're just like, there's that's bullshit. You someone's been on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> like there's I'm sure there's this one and I appreciate it's downhill but it's like 17 seconds and I can't remember how long it is it's like it's over half a kid half a kilometer and I'm like no one's done that in 17 run that in 17 seconds like that would be quick um I'm like come on that's I can't believe someone's done that so I don't want to qualify I'm sorry <laughs> But yeah, so, so so you've got the bug with the Strava crowns now, then have you? No, I couldn't care less. If I'm brutally honest with you, Colin. No, I I no one was like, okay. <laughs> I what the segments, uh, so, so the, the local legends. I, I I was like, I got so there is a court the, the five mile route I typically do for five k Friday, um. I've had the local legend because I'm up there all the time, uh, quite a few times, and it's been knocked off. And I've always, there's been a little part of me that's like, oh, I need to get in touch with that person and tell them to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's there's been an element of that, but I, I because I, I I don't I don't feel particularly that that I'm in a massively competitive place at the moment. It's more I I use them more for how I'm doing yeah, uh, yeah. personally. Rather than sort of uh, running around, there's there's enough people far and wide here that it, I, the, the the probability of my actually interacting with them, uh, it doesn't it they don't occur often enough for me to be that worried about them. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Well, me and Dan were joking I do, I do earlier. Have a competitive streak, yeah. uh, but it, I I try to sort of temper it because I know that I'll usually sort of chomp at the bit at the time of uh, actually it happening. <laughs> Uh, we've been joking about driving to each other's necks of the woods and trying to steal each other's crowns recently, haven't we? Yeah, you asked, you asked for my address, didn't you? And yeah. You said, oh, that's just so I can come and get your crowns. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome to come down here and have a crack. Yeah, man. Yeah, you, you, you know that's going to happen. Yeah. Do it. Because yeah. we, can't, we can't have a shave until that happens. We have a spare room. You can bunk up, COVID safe. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Temperature check before we go in. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> How do you feel about all this COVID stuff? I mean, Dan, your NHL, your mental health for NHL. Yeah, well, I'm, I do maintenance work, so it's all I'm electrical by trade. Okay. Um, so I go on to a lot of the wards and stuff. Okay. But, I mean, you've got patients that are like there 24-7, so the actual wards are quite safe in respect to COVID. Yeah. Um, but part of my job, I had to set up a call centre on the okay. first lockdown for people to call up. Yeah. And they originally said, like, oh, we, it will be about 100 phone calls. I mean, they're getting, like, 5,000 phone calls now. And that, and it's it's quite scary because it's, it's mainly young young females as well. Really? Um, yeah, and they're trying to find out why. And I, I, I know part of it is because us men, we don't open up. Do you know what I mean? We just keep, keep stuff in, don't we? Sure. Um, but I think... Obviously, a lot of the females, the younger ones, like I know my partner, 
Yeah. Um, with the baby. Yeah. She's stuck indoors 24-7. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can't imagine how hard that is. I mean, I go to work, I get a break. So if, if there's more like her age with babies at home, I can imagine that's just, you know, insane. Yeah, my wife was a bit, I think, obviously she wasn't dealing with COVID at the time, but I think that first year yeah, uh, is quite hard. And don't know about Colin, your, your wife or, or partner and all that sort of stuff, whether she had a hard time for the first year. But... Funny enough, we were just talking about it before me and Dan came on. Um, she, she thinks she just blocked it out, part of it. Just can't remember it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it must be hard. I, I'm so so I, I I get frustrated that that during these lockdowns they haven't left the gyms open. I find that I find that odd, and to a certain extent nurseries, right? Where the whole area to combat um, COVID is being fit and healthy. So most of the people that have sadly passed from COVID have been uh, un unhealthy, uh, probably larger than they should be. Uh, or they're old uh, and one of the things that you can do to beat that obviously is to get fit so why the government then didn't sort of get on the bandwagon and turn around and go okay let's get subsidized gym usage uh, or allow gyms to stay open under controlled conditions a would see those businesses still go and b it would see people maybe sort of feel a compulsion to that's the beauty of this wild running and this running this running community is that people have woken up and gone, I can run. That's yeah. kind of what I like about it, I suppose, at the moment. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of agree with you with the gyms. I mean, I, I've got everything I need at home. I don't have a gym membership. But if that was taken away from me, that would affect my mental health so much. Yeah. Because obviously I could still run, but I do a lot of other stuff. You know, else, well, you both see my strides, so you can see... Yeah, you know, I'm always doing something. Um, and yeah, and I personally, you, you could make a gym safer than Tesco easily, quite yeah. easily. And I think apart from in the first lockdown, the supermarkets have done sweet FA to try and mitigate the amount of people going. Yeah, they put traffic lights up, but I've never seen it on red when I've gone. Yeah. Um, they had one way system that's been gone. So they could have done a lot more. Um, but yeah, I'm just hoping that we're nearly at the end of it now. Because I, yeah, I mean, even today, me and some mates were talking about the rave we want to go to, go see Fatboy Slim. I'm like, <laughs> I cannot wait. Was advertising something on Instagram the other day? Uh, I just cannot wait to go and have a rave. Like, lick everyone's faces, right? <laughs> oh, I'll just love it. Just let my hair down. Oh. Just see, see my boys. Have a good night. Dance some music. I, I can't wait. That and actually going to a proper race and having the proper race village atmosphere. Yes. Like, those are the two things that, you know, if I could do them both on the same day, that would be great. Like race in the day, rave at night. That would be perfect. It's probably a business opportunity there. Somewhere. Yeah, I just say we, we, we can work on this. Yeah, Sam, Sam, I'll do it. While we were watching, um, so uh, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd sort of set, I'd said to my wife when I'd started this Barefoot Daddy profile, it all started with a view to just calling account to myself, I guess. And uh, I said to her, I said, well, if there's something going with this, then I'll actually sit down and build a website. So I did that. 
and then said, well, if there's any business opportunity here, then uh, I'll get to myself to a thousand followers on Instagram. And if that actually happens, which seemed nuts uh, and unlikely, uh, then, I, then I'll sit down and think about what the business idea is. And well, I hit a thousand at the weekend. Uh, and now we're sort of stuck sitting there thinking, and she keeps on bringing up this idea of us selling up where we are here and moving further south west down to Cornwall. But what you can get for the price of a house here, you can get like acreage down there. <laughs> and that'll become the barefoot daddy, like training camp or whatever, or if there's enough land or you go up to Shetland and buy some place. I think we saw something in Shetland that was sort of 14 acres or something like that, that everyone comes up and it becomes this permanent home for like a training zone and all that sort of stuff. Wow. Whether this actually materializes or not, we will see, but we're so, now as wild runners and it sounds like there's similar ideas as to where you want to take the, the wild runners that we'll have conversations about it as, as things uh, develop so that probably leads on twice so, so where did the whole barefoot run have you always run barefoot? Oh, i'm assuming you didn't run in grand canada in barefoot cause... i i that so that the little backstory is the fact that i think after i did the around the bay i was in the market for um new trainers, I went to a running store and was like, I need some new trainers. Any tips, recommends, etc. like the new balance or what have you else. Uh, my eye crossed over on a, a, a shoe and was like, oh, those are quite nice. What are those and all that stuff? He goes, oh, it's this new trend called barefoot running. It's not really any trend and all that sort of stuff. And how do you feel? He goes, he goes it's not something you want to sort of dive into, etc. But that there's a lot of people doing it at the moment. This must have been, uh, what for argument's sake, we'll call it 10 years ago or something like that. Um, it may be a bit longer. Um, I tried them on and was like, all right, let's have a go. And that was it. I was not, there was no uh, podiatrist, there was no pediatrician or whatever the uh, uh, terminology is. Um, there's a, the guy who does the barefoot shoe review, which you may or may not be aware of. I started talking to him. He got into barefoot shoes because his doctor suggested it was a good idea because of either some sort of injury. There was none of that. I just thought the, cool, the shoes look good uh, and it would be quite uh, fun to give it a go. Uh, and I, I went out and did it. And actually, once you get used to the idea that there is nothing between you and the road or the track you're on, it... It, it, there's a transition point but I wouldn't I don't think I'd have it any other way and that's how it's been again up until this uh lockdown where it's sort of I've spent more time thinking and looking at it and understanding and all that stuff that I've become maybe a little bit more militant um but not like I'm going to go and campaign and get rid of the shoes We're <laughs> we should all just be grounding man yeah peace and love it's not that I don't think that's kind of what I'm looking for. Mm. Um, but but that seems to be the sort of path I, I'm heading down, I think. And that, yeah, so that's that in simplicity, that is the bottom line to it. So, what would you say the the, like the main benefits that you found from barefoot running have been? So, I did, um, I had, I got, it must have been a couple of years ago, I, I was. I'm sure I'd sort of, my, my right knee flares up quite a lot. 
Um, and I, I'm not, I'm not, I couldn't strictly give you a reason why. If you talk to a lot of these sort of um, natural naturopaths, it's probably something to do with posture and positioning and all that sort of stuff. I've never really delved too much in, into it, but I, I'd thought that my problem was the barefoot shoes and went and got some ultra um, trail running shoes that's had a bigger sort of tread on them and all that stuff. Uh, and I did those for six months and it was probably more uncomfortable than not. Um, and so I've always, I then started focusing more on what the benefits were of the barefoot and feeling the ground and the, the reaction that your foot deals with stuff and how your ability and, and it was sort of all that sort of stuff spurred that I was like, okay, right, let's sack off these other shoes. Let's stick this out and work with it. And we'll just go slowly and transition back in. And the more time I sort of spent and thought about how I was running and what I was looking in rather than just going out there and just pegging it, it I start I find that there's you get better feedback so if you uh, for a lot of it a lot of us I'm assuming we trail I think Dan a lot of your stuff is sort of gravelly grass grassy yeah. stuff I don't know whether Colin really whether you're on roads as much as you are gravel um on more more roads unfortunately yeah so roads roads I think fundamentally are fine but if you're if you're going off track you've got like you might have badger set holes you might have um, uh, uh, rabbit holes and all that sort of stuff uh, horses riding all the way around where we are you, your foot could sort of dig into something and you twist your ankle the probability is is that barefoot running those smaller muscles and ligaments within your feet will be stronger because you're feeling everything and so they'll be able to adapt to the ground better than perhaps you would do if you're wearing a, a shod uh, shoe. Mm -hmm. the, the idea is, is that um, we, were, we were designed, I guess, uh, we were designed, we have developed over millennia as human beings that the muscles in your leg, I mean, there's, what is it? Each, each foot has 26 bones, 33 joints, and it says here, I'm just, I, this, is my, this is my research here. <laughs> Uh, 26 bones, 33 joints, and a network of more than 100 tendons, muscles, and ligament. I mean, that, that's a fuck, that, that is complex, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So why we then sort of uh, put them into a shoe? Because ultimately, there's this book called The um, Born to Run, which a lot of people tend to read about the barefooters. It's, really, it, it's well worth getting into. They talk about it, that it was the current Nike shoe trend was developed because someone could. It was not. It, it, there was no. There was no orthopedic purpose to why they were they were created in the sixties, and so it, it's trying to come back to that and allowing your foot and internal body to do what it's supposed to do. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I kind of agree with you, and I kind of don't. Okay, I mean, I I walk around. Just day to day in vivo barefoots quite a lot. Yeah, um, obviously I know that's pretty like a, a level above above where you are, um, but I cannot imagine running in them. Right. Have you tried it? Uh, I've jogged just like from when it's been raining to the shop, and yeah. no, it just doesn't feel feel right to me because I'm. I think I'd be more worried about. 
if I'm going to say if I'm going to go do like a flat out 5k or something yeah you know granted that'll be on the road I don't want to think about what's underneath my foot other than like checking you know well, you're at one with the land Colin <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get that, that uh, Strava style mate so <laughs> yeah, but you, but might, no, but, you never know you might perform better Fast. Is is there like a a performance? I mean, what is the fastest barefoot mile? I don't have the answer to that question. Yeah, if I'm brutally honest, I mean, I, I look the the ultimate is horses, of course, right? If you don't, oh yeah, if, if if it is the style that I prefer, the 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 working theory is, and I feel like I'm somewhat of a, a practitioner in that sense, is that. Um, if if the muscles in your foot are and and legs are performing at their optimal level, which supposedly barefoot does, you won't injure as quickly. And even if you do injure, you'll recover quicker. And there are studies out there. I could bore you with a bunch of them. Uh, and if you want to put some description stuff, I will track it down and send it over to you to put it into the podcast wherever you put it. But there is some studies that suggest that. Um, the small ligatures uh, within the feet repair a lot quicker because you're barefoot running. You tend to, you don't open your stride up, right? As much as you would do in a, a standard shod shoe, you're you're a lot you're you're lighter on your feet, and so by that by, by that definition, you you potentially could be faster. You're using your body fully rather than relying on a cushion within a shoe, mm. and so it's not you get to a point where you don't think about stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm a lot more, I'm hyper aware of it at the moment because I've all of a sudden decided to see what it's like actually taking the shoes off and running pure yeah, yeah. barefoot. Um, but that in and of itself is, is, a, is an experience that I'm, I'm quite enjoying doing. Uh, I don't know, although I did run on the uh, road in our village on Sunday, uh, I think that was more a point of, if I'm brutally honest, uh, I think I did that more, I felt a compel compulsion to do it, but it's like, well, I'm on this barefoot thing, let's try it. And the road's smooth enough. And it, it didn't feel any worse. I mean, okay, there was no, nothing between my the skin and the, the road, so I could have trodden on some broken glass and stuff, and so you worry about those sorts of things, but mm. what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to put a plaster on it. <laughs> yeah i did know you had to put a disclaimer on your stories about it didn't you well, I, I i just i just felt that that you, you put something onto youtube right and mm. you put something onto instagram stories and some bell end will take uh will, will have a crack at it <laughs> like without i mean i've, I've done this for, and i don't i guess there's this sort of inner control mechanism within me that goes i do not want if someone turns around and goes, oh, I saw it from this guy and this is how I broke my toe, I, I, I want to be bloody clear that if you do it, it's not, I'm doing it because I've chosen to do it. I'm mm. not going to blame anyone if I do. You can't blame me for it because I've told you don't do it unless you've sought advice. And it's the same in the, excuse me, the YouTube video and all that stuff. So, um, no, no, God. Uh, it sounds sort of like I'm on a soapbox, but know, know yourself, you know your body, right? So if you feel a compulsion to do it, then have at it. And if anyone wants to ask questions, so Gummy Bear don't care. She mm. reached out to me when we connected and asked about barefoot shoes and all that sort of stuff. 
that's all I'm, I'm trying. If she, if you're interested and curious, then I'll talk you through it. Yeah. At least my experience. Do you, know, do, you, do you know what I mean about the disclaimer that? I mean, I, in this oh, media world, someone would turn around and go, ah, oh, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw you down. I was like, it's a shame that you felt the need to, to put that up. You know, it's... It, I agree with you, but you know, you could just you, you would just catch someone, especially if it's on an international platform, right? Someone mm. could turn around and go in, in whatever country and then come after you for doing something stupid like that, which is a bit sad, but it is what it is. Yeah, do you have a have a long term goal or like a dis set distance you'd like to run, like complete barefoot, or is it just just generally just to run? No, uh, my goal last year was to do a barefoot marathon, but it's barefoot shoot like in the vibrams which is what what is, is my weapon of choice um I, the the the, bare, the pure barefoot stuff is so spanking new that i i'm just taking one day at a time with that so i'll go off and do some barefoot stuff which i'll all the crap out of people with on instagram tomorrow um and try and do some of this i i the the my eyes have dilated over this natural movement stuff that that sort of seems to transition like they go hand in gloves together um do i have a goal i, I still would like to do a marathon i have not done a full marathon is the yeah. simple answer to that question uh and the trail pursuit one i was in touch with them today just to double confirm that the lakeland the lake district uh, marathon and half are sold out which they are yeah, I asked, asked as well because I know Colin's doing it. Yeah, so I, I'm still open to doing that. We're trying to work out whether, but but I would do the 10k. I'd be quite happy with the 10k. That seems to be my sweet spot at the moment. So uh, if if that materialises, I don't think then I'm going to leave this on until then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't wait that long either. Don't worry. Ah, fuck. Uh, it's funny. I was talking to my uh, my old man the other day. He goes, "Yeah, your beard looks fine at the moment, but uh, uh, business is starting to open up more. You're going to be seeing more clients." And I I recently sort of um, uh, gone into partnership with a um, a bigger surveying shop than I currently own, uh, and there may be some uh, situations where I'm probably going to have to trim the beard a little bit. Well, um, we like the Shoreditch vibe. Uh, there, there are. <laughs> But well, we'll we'll see if if I know a week in advance, then we'll maybe throw a challenge out of some description. Uh, we'll put a vote to the people whose beard is uh, more handsome. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wins then gets to decide whether we trim or not. Huh? I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> quickest barefoot five k Friday. I think that should be the challenge. Fucking hell. I, actually, I might try and map out the uh, uh, so it, running on the grass barefoot is fine. I mean, there's some flint and stuff you could probably maim yourself with. Uh, the gravel bit is <laughs> it's a different kettle of fish. That um, uh, depending on where you are, I, I'm open to sort of uh, that's probably a good goal actually, Colin. In terms of the sort of goal question. Is is how quickly you can I can do a five k? So I've done a twenty six, right? The fastest five k I've done was sort of during this sort of lockdown. Uh, I'd be interested to see if I can beat twenty six minutes purely barefooted. Yeah, and twenty six is a decent time for five k anyway. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyhow, other questions? Any other questions? 
Um, well, yeah, you've touched on the primal movement. Yeah. Uh, that they've been doing. I've seen bits and pieces of, you know, of, of it that you've been posting. What can you, what can you tell us more about that? Yeah. So uh, uh, this guy in Ireland, uh, Ryan Primal uh, Fitness, uh, he got in touch with me um, and said, look, I've got this 21 day movement reboot thing. Would you be interested in doing it if I send you all the, uh, the videos and the documents and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, all right. I'll have a go. Uh, and um, the more I've gone into, I've, I've gone way beyond the 21 days because time permitting and all that stuff. Um, I've, I've, since, since he put it forward, I was like, all right, I'll try this. I'll try that. It's kind of, it feels kind of like yoga and all that stuff. And then, but you see some of his videos. He is on. He's he's put a bar, uh, like a pull up bar on a branch, and has got himself on top of the branch, standing balanced on this uh, branch. <laughs> like, dude, you're, you're kind of defying gravity a little bit. I mean, literally, he's not holding on to anything. He's just got his balance and his core tight. Uh, what was the one that I posted today of him hanging upside down on a branch with his hands dangling into a river? <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, the, the only part to that is, is I'm fascinated on doing that. And I said that the profile that the mm. guy's uh, uh, profile link, some of the shit that he's doing, if you go through his Instagram feed and the, the, it's, it's the jumping, it's all, all this stuff would probably apply to OCR, right? Because they're, they're doing stuff uh, that, that I, I don't uh, feel that I'm, capable currently of doing but i think it's plausible that i could with a bit of training that's kind of where where that that's where that's come from and it's it's taken about three four five weeks and sniffing around um the dreaded internet on it as to what the capability what how far can you stretch yourself and what do you need to do it well frankly nothing um and that's kind of that. That's kind of interesting at the moment. So you'll probably see, hopefully, see more of that. But I am completely well coordinated. Uh, and there's going to be, so I'm, I'm, I'm doubting that uh, I'm not doubting that there will be some face plant video footage somewhere <laughs> <laughs> in the coming months. But if I, I've, I vowed, coming back briefly to the goals, I vowed that this. Uh, this year is, uh, I'll be 45 uh, this year, and uh, this will be my fittest year, is the idea. Cool, it's a good goal, like that. So I, well, yeah, whether I actually achieve it or not. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know any much more than that, than what I'm seeing, uh, but I'd, it, as, as a couple of lads who are into that fitness stuff, honestly, fall down the rabbit hole and have a look at some of the shit these guys are go doing. And if, if, if you don't come away from looking at those going, oh, fuck, I can do that. I could have a crack at that. I mean, you've got the bars in your back garden, right? Where you do the swinging and stuff. There's, some, there's, some, there's a stack load of stuff you can do there on those bars. I mean, I'll, I'll try it on mine at some point. I got up to the arm piece. It's the getting up the waist and all over and, and then sort of hanging upside down. I'd, I'd love to be able to do that sort of thing. Um, I've got some other mates that just mock me senselessly for, for even trying, but if you don't try, you don't know, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. The thing is, it sounds like the sort of stuff you, I don't know about you two, but I used to 
do that sort of shit when I was a kid. Yeah, right? mess around. Yeah. Yeah. But you forget it, right, as an adult, mm. right? You... Yeah, definitely. I think that's because you, you, you're fearless as a kid, aren't you? You'll just be like, oh, yeah, I'll go and do that. And then you, as you get older, you think, oh, actually, this could happen. But then you see other people do it, and you think, actually, yeah, I, I can do that again. Yeah. But it, it, it helps with a, with a kid. So he's he's he, there are elements of general nervousness that he has, right, uh, uh, about stuff. And that might be sort of attributed to us just not wanting him to hurt himself and all that. He is going to come to a point where he is going to have to go off and explore things and hurt. Uh, and not that, not that I wish that upon him, but you don't learn lessons. I mean, I'm sure we've all had scars and injuries and broken arms and done stuff as, as we've grown up. But he's going to have to go through those things. So why, why not uh, learn about climbing trees with him? Because he's not going to have the confidence to do it. Unless, who else is he going to? He hasn't got an older brother or sister. But the other thing is, like a lot of the children nowadays, they don't even go out, do they? You know, they're quite happy to sit indoors when they get home from school. That's really sad if that's the case. Yeah, on computers, I don't know if it's like that where you are, but like where I live, very rarely do you see children out playing anymore. Really? Yeah, yeah. But we've, we've already said, like, obviously, when my boy's old enough, like, we're always out for walks with him now. And that is going to be brought up outside. But your wife, Mandy, she does OCRs as well, right? Yeah, well, we're not married yet, mate. Oh, you're not? Okay, sorry. Forgive me. I, 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 can, I can still get away with things like that. Yeah, yeah, she's into OCR and running and everything, so. Well, surely that's a good foundation, right? Yeah, definitely. And Colin, your missus, does the, she's into the same sort of stuff? Um, similar to yours, yoga. Um, she does do um, a few bits and pieces in the garage, so like um, elliptical and stationary bike. Um, but no, she doesn't run or do OCR. Um, but they're local to me. Hopefully, they'll still be here when we come out of this. But they, there is a like it's called a mini military mud run. Okay, and it is actually designed for for kids. So I think the youngest they can sign up, I think, is actually four. Okay, um, and Oscar would love that. He loves climbing. Good name. Um, like you take him to the park and. Yeah, just yesterday he was hanging upside down on one of the nets going look at me look at me um so yeah he loves that sort of stuff so yeah it'll definitely yeah you were saying i think he does he does some of the workouts with you right yeah 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 he comes in and obviously i'm doing this stupid lockdown bed hang challenge which i <laughs> man started to regret me doing why that. What, oh what, mate, my, my, that? I mean, I've only done it because you're doing it all the time. I was like, right, well, screw you, Colin. I'll yeah, take the Kind of given that I'm not doing dead hangs every week. Like I'm going to do monkey bars this week because oh, it's just gets boring. Um, but uh, yeah, he comes. He's come in there quite a few times, and he's hanging off something in there or swinging. Like I think you could actually, I could actually probably leave him in the woods, and he'd be quite happy, like yeah. living with the badgers or something like that. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like. I, th I think if you're if you're doing those sorts of things, right, then then and you continue to do them even when the kid is in that sort of impressionable age, which is where that whole running thing with him went. Is that if I set this off in the right style and he's having a good time with it, he'll hopefully see it through and not not become some sort of cat's potato. But we, I think, we'll always limit him to the amount of video games he has, and he need. There are days where he doesn't go outside and and. My wife and I are both like, we need to go off and do it. And it's, 
so you can go up a beautiful hill here, uh, literally right outside our front door. Mm. And we've got the dog as well, which forces our hand to go off and, and do that sort of stuff. So um, not that I'm in sort of some parental soapbox, but I, I think that's, I've always grown up with that sort of mentality of being outside. And so I don't see any reason why. Yeah, I, I, th I think you're talking to two dads that pretty share that, yeah, that same definitely. philosophy. Uh, I mean, there are days where where we don't leave the house, um, you know, admittedly, just like everyone. Um, but yeah, more often than not, we will try and go out, even if it's just for a walk. And he's on, I think I was telling you about the little balance bike that he's got. Yes. And um, he's ready for, for, well, for his birthday. We've ordered him a new bike and we're just going to sack off stabilizers. He's got his balance already. He shoots off down the hills on that balance bike yeah. right, quite happily. Um, hasn't broken anything yet. Hasn't stacked it yet. So let's see what happens. We've got mine a skateboard, which I'm slightly pensive about because I don't know quite how. I, I've never skateboarded, and it's what he does. Uh, and we've got to find a place in order for him to try it and all that stuff. But I'm, I'm not cool enough by any stretch of the imagination to know anything about skateboarding. So... <laughs> quite, quite an interesting learning experience of which he's going to suffer all the pain because he's yeah. trying to do these things and Dad's just going to stand by no, 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 do it like this because <laughs> YouTube told you that's it, that's it no. See, it's, it's good fun getting out of them and just playing with them isn't it, just like we got we got Nerf guns each for uh, Valentine's Day we got Valentine's Nerf guns so that we can get into some shooting match, so he got one for Christmas my wife and I gave us once for um, yeah, each for Valentine's Day instead of flowers, and so that we could have a Nerf gun battle during <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> so it all seems uh, healthy stuff about trying to shoot each other, but hey, maybe it's a good thing to let out aggression during the course of that time. But hopefully, it'll never come back again and they'll fall into their own. But whatever. <clears throat> what else do you need to know, chaps? Um, Dan, you got anything? Um, have you got any races lined up this year? I know no. it's a bit, bit no. to, this year's just one year that don't plan anything or I'll I'll wing it. The Brecon Beacons once uh, that that the Trail Pursuit Brecon Beacons isn't terribly far from where we are. Um, and uh, my dad used to um, it's Brecon is relatively familiar because my dad ran a um. Uh, uh, an infantry training centre that was down there, so it's as I say, relatively um, familiar territory. I was sort of enticed that I have not committed any money to anything, and we'll probably do it last minute. So, like this Wolfpack 100 that that you've sort of enticed us into because it's in a team and we don't really have to run that far. That seems like a good uh, step in the right direction. Um, yeah, I haven't. I haven't planned. I keep on. I, I will flirt with different things uh, during the course. I, there is. Yeah, I, I haven't committed to a, a marathon yet. I'm not. I don't. I, I get a bit sort of. I don't know whether anyone else gets the same feeling, but I, I. I'm uncertain as to whether I'm ready for a marathon. I'm sure I would be fine, but I self doubt kicks in. It's like, can I do that? So I, I was mapping. There's a woman called uh, Briggsy uh, who is doing a March accumulator. So each day she obviously goes up by the yeah. uh, calendar day. And she was ha she's got gaps of people doing it with her tomorrow. And 31st, and it's in miles. 
and I mapped out a 16 mile route tomorrow and I, I, I backed out because I was like, what, 16 miles, it's a Tuesday, I do have a day job and it will take three and a half hours out of my day, right? And that's, that 16 miles is okay, so that's what, 10 miles shy of a full marathon, just like that. I'm not sure I'm there yet. I haven't done long, long enough distances. Have you ever run a half marathon? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've done two or three of those. See, I, I don't know. I mean, I've only ever run marathon distance once and I didn't train for it. But I kind of think if you can run a half, you can run a full. It might, it might not be a quick full, mm. but I kind of think you can do it. So what I did was, I, where I live, there's... There is a route I can take around the town, which is a half marathon. Okay. From from my front door. Yeah. So I did that. Decided to use my house as like a quick pit stop, just so I could change my top, have yeah. something to eat, like, and then get going again. So it was like a ten minute pit stop. Yeah. And then went out and did it again, you know, without stopping the the clock. Okay. So. Yeah, I think you. I, th I think you'd be able to do it. I, I we did so they did so there's a there's a group of about six so Min who you've been engaging with a bit she she and a couple of other there's a couple of others that I sort of tag quite a lot even uh, the, yourself so there's um uh, Basie her name is there's this guy Darren uh, there's Dom who's that barefoot guy who did the lockdown leg Min and then another guy called Make uh, Ready Daniel. So we did, there's a guy called uh, The Naturalist. So he's done the Three Peaks barefoot and all this other stuff. He set up a lockdown leg in the last lockdown that we then formed together as a group and you daisy chained a hundred miles off of each other. So you each did your portion, yep. essentially 17 miles. And the route that I run from is, is about 17 miles from my house, but my wife had to drop me off in order for me to then run home and it was fine uh, and I did it in I think a couple of two or th two or three hours perhaps I think I got I got I blistered on on my shoe because there was a hole in them at the time so uh, I I don't think you're wrong in that I probably could do it it's just setting the the spot and the time mm. And that's kind of what I need to do. I, there was there was another guy on the Instagram that I was chatting to. I, my entire life seems to be Instagram at the moment. It's ridiculous. But um, there was a guy that I was chatting about who just went out and did a half marathon because he wanted to see where his threshold was. Yeah. Um, I think that's quite a good idea. Yeah. I mean, his vocabulary on his posts drive me nuts. Uh, and I'm sure he's a super nice guy, but <laughs> it's the wrong comma there and it's the wrong the or there. Um, but the theory of going out uh, and just nailing a half marathon just to see without it having the pressure of uh, who am I going to let down or who, I'm, who am mm. I not, whether I'm doing it or not, that's something that I might do. So in, in, in sort of coming full circle, I think that's, that's so an initial goal. Use a virtual for that. Just to, uh -huh. to, sign, to sign up for a marathon distance for a virtual mm. one. And then if you... If you do it, you get you get a medal for it. If you don't, well, it's, it's a virtual. That's not a bad shot. So I'm part of the Lonely Goats Running Club that I was enticed into before the sort of the advent of uh, Wild Runners, which uh, I seem to be more uh, entrenched in at the moment. And um, yeah, they're doing medals for virtual stuff. So that's not a bad 
That's not a bad shout. One that's the, the medal I got for my... There were two reasons I did the marathon. One was I had to do it to get part of a part of a medal. And the other one was because I'd signed up for trail pursuit, so I went to see if I could do it. Um, and the medal I did it was it was for Rasselbock and the, the Seven Seas medals, okay. Okay. which is which is one big um, magnetic medal. Sorry, yeah. my cat is desperate for attention here. Um, and then that you've got little different magnets that you put onto this bigger medal, and they're all okay. different distances. So you've got like mile, 5k, 10k, half marathon, marathon, and 100 kilometers in a week. Okay. Um, so obviously I, I knew at some point to complete the series, I had to do a marathon. Yeah. So with, within the space of me signing up for, for, for that virtual yeah, okay. and then signing up for a race, I was like, well, I might as well go and do it because at least I'll get something for it. And yeah. at least I'll know where I am for the race I've got next year. I like that idea though. It's quite, it's quite cool. Now you're going to do an ultra. I mean, obviously, Dan, you've got your OCR in uh, Kilimanjaro, man. Yeah. yeah. I did. And honestly, when you were asking me about that, I was uh, seriously having conversations with my wife. Yeah. You say you've got a wedding that weekend. It's not that weekend. The weekend after is my brother's oh, wedding. Okay. Yeah. Um, Are you best man? Huh? Are you best man? No. Mate. Ah, no, no. oh, go, go. You're right. Not needed. I'm an usher, though. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck about ushers. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't. It's a very tempting proposition. Yeah. But my wife will uh, turn around and go, "Well, if if you're going, we're all going because who wouldn't want to go to Kilimanjaro?" Yeah, definitely. And all that stuff. Yeah. And she's left with my son for how long it takes and all that stuff. Um, and he's back at school. So these are the, the these are the complicated uh, complicated questions that I'm currently asking myself. I found it funny that when you suggested it, that oh, the organisers of the OCR then decided to reply to the thread. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite amusing. Oh, go on. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm 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 always open to different ideas so so and i quite like this sort of group element of everyone kind of doing the same thing at the moment i do things on my own but i i, I quite I, the camaraderie is quite cool uh, mm -hmm. and that's what i'm getting out of this this running this running community seems to be quite driving my motivation at the moment yeah i mean because you're not on facebook are you so you've got a, you've got a hate no, relationship I, with that haven't you i i have a facebook profile i'm on it uh, I have uh, a page. I have chosen to get rid of it from my phone and uh, my iPad, uh, and I, uh, I, I, I'm just not compelled. To, I mean, like Instagram's Facebook, but nicer. It, it it, I personally me. find Instagram a lot more positive. I think. Oh, more, yeah, Facebook. I find a very. I mean, if it wasn't for the World Runners like group on Facebook, I'd happily not have it. Um, like yourself. Because I, I I find that a very negative place. Oh, massive! I mean, I've got one of my one of my gym clients. When he first set off, when it when he first started out, uh, he was he was building his website and all that sort of stuff. He goes, "Oh man!" He goes, "Instagram, Instagram. That's the only way I'm doing going. Anyway, I'm going. I go, Why wouldn't you be on Facebook?" Yeah. He goes, "Oh, it's a cesspit." <laughs> and the more 
the more I've looked at it and looked at some of the feeds and the bullshit that people talk on there and unqualified opinions and, oh, I've just had a cup of tea. I do not give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care how many sugars you have. I don't know whether you have it black or white or otherwise. Uh, and I, I was just like, no. And I, they could respond equally the same with, I don't give a shit about the right. There's, I've got some mates who have come and uh, followed the Barefoot Daddy to boost the follower base and then sacked it off within three days because they haven't realised how often I post. Yeah. Uh, and I think we all probably do the same uh, in a manner of speaking. So that's fine. But this is that, you know, there is, I mean, I don't think there's anyone on, on my Insta feed that is not in some way a, doing some sort of fitness or OCR, which is this new thing that I've uh, kind of picked up since getting to know uh, you boys uh, and then runners. And they're all uh, experiencing the same stuff and it's upbeat. It's positive. The amount of comments I had off today's post about like setting off like really quickly, just sort of bolting down the bolting down the road and then just burning yourself out within the first mile. Like everyone's turned around and said, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the tips that I do." I, wh why would you go to Facebook if you're not going to get yeah upbeat comments like that, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, that that's my reason. But I do have an account. I could log in and. But I get like 400 messages saying, oh, these people contacted you. I'm, that's implying that I'm popular. I'm not. <laughs> but it, it, social media nowadays has a lot of positives, like obviously reaching out to you for tonight. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I've made so many connections through it. Um, it's I'm just, looking it's just that with a whole bunch of you uh, and either getting leathered because there's an opportunity to do it while, through camping or having done a run or whatever um, because everyone seems like a solid dude yeah <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I, I think social media is excellent if you take it for what it is yeah. and use it it is it is a tool you use at your discretion rather than it becoming serving to you, right? Mm -hmm. So you get ad advertised that constantly. You can actually kill those adverts and tell, the, tell, tell Instagram or Facebook, whoever, that they're irrelevant and they'll never show you those ads again. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and all that sort of stuff. So, so it's a thoroughbred horse, right? If, if you train it properly, it will work to your advantage and that's that's kind of what i'm hoping it will be until they change the algorithms and then that fucks us all right <laughs> get old algorithms <laughs> i don't know anything about them i just know the word yeah <laughs> that's why we have sven he's our tech guy yeah a very good job that per, the the post for the what was the thing for this week's competition? Right on that, right on that. Comp this this run, this le jog uh, at the weekend. Uh, yeah. What is your expectation of mileage from everybody? I mean, eight hundred and seventy-four miles. Uh, how many members are in the Strava group? We've got over. There's over a hundred in the Strava group. And are they participating. Well, we're, we're trying to literally, whoever says they want to do it, we want to just solely focus on them. Um, I mean, Colin's going to do about 26 miles, isn't he, Colin? You can do a marathon, eh? <laughs> I said 20. All right. Um, must go the extra six. Don't, don't sort of half choke it, man. Yeah, come on. Just go full hog. <laughs> what the hell? 
be the last six barefoot. <laughs> yeah, if you will as well. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's going to be a it's going to be a tough challenge, but it's just it's just everyone does it. Something to aim for. Eight point seven four miles of it's the hundred uh, Strava group. If everyone commits, yeah. I mean that's plausible. Isn't it? Yeah, you got two days. What to do that distance? Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I, I was wondering whether I go off and, and just nail the eight point seven four and then have done have done with it. But well, you can do, do it twice. Huh? Or oh, this could be the it's weekend that, that you do uh, your marathon. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Just putting it out there. Touche, Colin. Touche. Yeah, I'll chew on that for a couple of days. It's plausible. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I might. Yeah, thinking you, you, you're thinking about it now, aren't you? I am thinking about it. Yeah. If you do the marathon this weekend, I'll let you have a show. I won't do the full marathon. If anything, it'll be the half to test the thresh threshold. I won't, I will not commit to a full marathon at the moment. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Okay. No, yeah, that's on. Yeah, fine. All right. So that's the answer to the question. So I'll get some mileage in, and that'll be that'll lessen. However, I mean, what's the feed? What's the feedback off it? Is everyone been like, oh, let's go, let's do it? Yeah, people have been really positive. Mm. Um, we did have a couple of issues with the website um, where people couldn't sign up. But oh, do we need to sign up? Guys sorted it out. Do we um, need to sign up for it. It's just just so we've got people's details. Um, if we do it, we're <clears> thinking <throat> about doing like a sort of finisher certificate yeah. that we can email through to people. Yeah, just as like oh, a little okay. a little something. Okay, um, so there is a link in the post, is there? Yeah, what if you go to your website. Yeah, if you go to the bio, go into the link tree. It says um, there's a challenge section in there. It takes you straight through where you can just pop your details in. Or is it wildrunners.co.uk? Is it done? The Wild Runners. Yeah. Oh, the Wild Runners. <clears throat> yeah. So I'll just bring it up so that I remember to do it. How are we doing on time, Dan? Well, it was... uh, we've got it set for an hour and a half anyway, so we're fine. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's confident. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit here like a dumb mute for <laughs> Well, um, we thought we'd be able to be optimistic and record a long podcast for people's long runs this weekend, so they got something, something good to listen to. So bore them to the... <laughs> Falls <laughs> into tears, I'm sure of it. Um, it's interesting. What platform are you using for the podcast? So, as in, like, to host it? This, Zoom. This, this is it. Oh, just Zoom. Yeah. And then you download the file and stick it on YouTube. Then, how did you do the same thing with um, uh, Spotify? Yeah, you upload it to um, Anchor. And then that distributes it around loads of different platforms. Nice. Right. So yeah, someone I um I follow, he does his own podcast. So I just asked him how he does his. And um, yeah, this seems to be the easiest way, cheapest way to do it. Uh, do you know how many subscribers you got to it yet? Um, I think we can. I don't know how many people follow us on YouTube or YouTube too. Like I'm the second one. <laughs> 
Cool. <laughs> I, I followed it today. We have doubled uh, our, our YouTube following. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. That's our that, goal. That ad revenue is going to be coming in, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Thick and fast. Uh, although you don't, you just ignore it, and then all of a sudden it jumps. So for some reason or another, I've got twenty-three followers on uh, YouTube. The the uh, food videos and drone stuff, and I I, I did this um, uh, baked cashew nut thing, and it's had like fifteen hundred views. What the fuck? Yes, oh, I watched that. <laughs> I watched that. that. that, and I was, and that I was really hungry for cashew nuts after watching that. Huh? Did you watch um, it? Yeah. No, I went out and bought a bag of cashew nuts. Oh, they're fantastic. Honestly, bake them. Nine minutes. Eight. eight nine, nine minutes. Yeah. I'll, smoke, I'll, pe- smoke, I'll, smoke paprika and everything. Get them dirt cheap from middle. Job done, man. They're, they're oh, just the beast. I wasn't prepared to wait. I just wanted to eat some cashew nuts after watching it. So I think I've got some Marmite ones. All about planning, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Any other questions? What else is there to discuss? Have we put the world to rights? Yeah, we, well, we've got four questions that we're going to ask yeah, okay, every single fine. every single guest that, that comes on. Um, so, the first one is, um, what's your favourite brand of running gear? What in shoes or shoes, clothing? Or oh, I anti chafe cream, whatever you like. <laughs> Nipple cream. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess I guess uh, the the Vibrams I have uh, for the last four pairs of trainers I've had uh, have been the last four pairs of trainers that I've had so I would say <clears throat> hands down the Vibrams uh, I couldn't I've got a source 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 of no I think the running the running pants that I have running trousers I have are Saucony or something like that they were cheapest and had the functionality that I wanted I'm not particularly brand uh, pure on the clothing side of things, so long as it's tight fitting, to expose my bulge. On that note, then uh, the next question is: uh, What one piece of equipment would you take to to a desert island? So, like workout equipment. <sighs> you can already run on a desert island, so running isn't included in this. You can do laps of the island. It's a good question. Sit up bench. I love that thing. So I've got a uh, like forty-five degree uh, sit up yeah, bench yeah. thing. Because uh, if it's a desert island, you're going to have trees, so you don't need a pull up, and you can learn to shimmy up the tree and the ship and, and do all that sort of stuff. One would hope. Um, otherwise, you're probably dead in, in three yeah. three weeks. You don't get any coconuts. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that's a, really, that's a really good question. I've never really thought that one through, to be honest. I, w- I would say that would be the thing that I, I've always sort of uh, lent on to. I don't know whether that you're even, um, from a posture standpoint, encouraged to do sort of 45-degree sit-ups, but they feel like they're doing better for your abs than if you were just lying flat on the ground. I, th- so, yeah. I, th- I think if it was bad for you, it would have hurt people and they wouldn't be getting made anymore. They've been around well, for years, haven't they? So. Yeah. Yeah, I think if I, I've got one, then they, they are good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd take that. Yeah, for sure. sure. Uh, third question is, um, what do you listen to when you run? So it would be music, no. podcasts, audiobook? No, just... So I I, I tell a lie. So I, a bit of both. I, I write a, um, a blog on headphones or not. 
uh, and I I spend more time not um, because I'm with the dog, and so he, yeah. he's with me, and I'm listening for him and cars coming, and especially in this heightened time where dogs are being stolen and stuff, mm. that I'm slightly more aware of. Not I quite I quite like the dog. He can be a pain in the ass, but I don't want anyone to nick him and turn him into fight fodder or anything like that, especially seeing he's neutered. Uh, so I don't typically run with anything, but um, on my, I get I've I've recently introduced this sort of Sunday run stuff again. This is all somewhat attributed to the Wild Runner stuff and all that sort of stuff. So it's been a good catalyst to do more. Um, so thank you both or uh, three of you for that. But I do um, wear the headphones on the Sunday run because I, I don't need to worry about it it's all rock music so I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying the new Foo Fighters album at the moment I am uh, sweating bullets for the new Royal Blood album which comes out in April that should be fantastic um, and a variety of old school rock like Van Halen I used to be dance music a long time ago but I find that gets monotonous and really annoying <laughs> You're talking to a household here, man. I, I love, no, no, I love no. I, look, I, I, massive Sasha fan. Uh, uh, during the the day, I like his um, Last Night on Earth uh, series that he does. Uh, big fan of Max Graham for a, for a long time. I I started getting into Eric Prids when he was doing um, his podcast with various different bits of music, and then I listened to his most recent album. Opus, and it was the same shit over and over again, which I just found annoying. Uh, and I, I seemed to deviate back to, and I think at, at risk of again sounding like a, a tool, um, but the, I've taken it that the age things kicked in, and I just quite like that three, four minutes of stuff. Although yeah, I haven't yeah. said that, Leonard Skinner's uh, Free Bird, probably the, one of the best songs, 13 minutes long. And it's mainly a guitar solo uh, toward the back end of it. It's absolutely epic uh, and great for running because you just it just keeps on going and it usually hits right at the end of a run where your 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 energies are high. Cool. Um, and then the last question is: um, What one bit of advice would you give to a new runner? Take the time. In, in I, what I respect? Mean, huh? In, in what respect? You know, start walking. Once you walk, try a jog. And, and once you're jogging, if you want to stop, because you're out of breath, stop. Doesn't matter. Uh, you can, I, I, I run walk even now. I think there's a lot of run. I think some of the fastest runners, some fastest distance runners have walked. I mean, I, this book, Born to Run, um, uh, I was saying the other day that the, the time you save running up a hill versus walking is so minimal that you might as well just walk up the hill and conserve your energy and then you can keep running when you're, you're at the top of the hill and uh, keep going. My, my advice would be is just perse persevere, it gets better, uh, and take your time. Um, there's no, unless you're actually in a race and you're Usain Bolt, <laughs> uh, uh, you've got nothing and you're a professional at this in which case you're at a different level anyway just go out there and enjoy it and maybe start without music I mean uh, start without music and enjoy what's ar around you perhaps or not or yeah 
it's that time piece, I think. There's just sort of just give it a go. Cool. Um, I haven't got what any advice. Would you give? Well, what should I give? Um, don't compare yourself to anyone else. Yeah, it's a good chat. Just, just do you. Like, you know, don't compare your time, don't compare your distance. Um, yeah, just do you. And what about you, Daniel? Um, Sorry, forgive me for calling you Daniel, it's just my sort of MO. <laughs> I mean, one of the things I, I didn't do for the first, it's only, I'm only very recent to like Strava, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, so all the years before, I, I had no idea what my times were like mm. until I went into a race. Mm. Um, now I don't know if that helped me or not, because when I went into a race, I went out too hard. Yeah. Um, because I was always like, oh, I've got to catch up with them. I can catch up with them. And I was always competitive trying to beat people. Yeah. Um, so now it's like, like what you're saying, just, you know, run your race. I know it's hard when you're with other people, but if you're just starting off, like you say, go, go out, you know, stop every, every 500 meters or whatever, just take it easy. Um, and a lot of people get disheartened when they, they look at other people's stats and like, oh, wow, he's run this at this pace. And I think this is like coming back to the Strava crowns. Mm. Like people are like, oh, like he's running it in this. I can do that. And if you try and do that too early, all you're going to yeah. do is just, just injure yourself. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's that competitiveness. You've got to try and hold back. Like I said, walk before you can run. Everyone goes through the injury piece. Everyone, every single runner that I know or speak to uh, in whatever form it is, has had an injury, has had a knee thing, has had to rest up, uh, that, or gotten sick or what have you else. That There's no, if you're going to take up running, just take your time. It's, it becomes, it will become an obsession and it's, it, it costs you nothing. Yes. Just walk out the door, man. Mm -hmm. It's not, and, and work up a sweat and it will inspire you to then maybe do other stuff and all that sort of stuff. That's, that's kind of, but I, we're, three of us are all runners, so it, you've, you've already worked out the hook. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, I don't think I could not, not do it. And it, as I say, it's sort of more serious now than ever. So long may it continue. Yeah, definitely. Cool, cool. Yes. Anything else? What time is it? Look at that. Ten past nine. Yeah. Christ alive. So, um, well, we can wrap up. Ben, where can people um, like find you if anyone who isn't following you already or, you know, where can that, what are your social media and YouTube? So I, I, I mean, I'm on Twitter. Um, the, I'm on, on Twitter as the daddy underscore barefoot. I mean, I think there's about 20 followers. I don't, Twitter has become a bit of a cesspool as well. We we're talking about social media earlier. I'd set it up just out of principle, but uh, I'm not, yeah, I, I used to be quite into Twitter and then sort of drifted off it, but so you can find me there. But it, it is, it is in, in, in some total, Instagram is where I am most active, um, which is the barefoot daddy at the barefoot daddy i do have a web page and i love i would love for everybody to follow the youtube channel which is also called the barefoot daddy and there will be more content and i'm trying to come up with various different things 
be it barefoot or just virtual running videos that if you're watching on a the idea is there's a I, I, I have a camera on order that will be coming uh, that will hopefully give better footage quality to some of the runs that I do uh, when I do them uh, and all that sort of stuff so uh, they will go onto YouTube and and that that area will morph over time hopefully with some cooking stuff and all that sort of thing um, so yeah those those are the places um, and the website thebarefootdaddy.com Awesome. Well, I mean, thank you for coming on. I've, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you for that. It's been really good. It's, it was good to, to chat, and uh, I very much look forward to meeting the pair of you in uh, um, and Sven, of course, who is obviously not here uh, in a face to face scenario. Uh, a pub would be better than necessarily running. That sounds as though, and then we could sort of um, uh, wind, wind the hours away. We don't come up that area because you're both Barry St. Edmunds, right? Colin's not known. No, I'm not. I'm Where are Northampton, Northamptonshire. Ah, Northampton's uh, Northampton uh, Saints uh, follower. Wrong show, Paul. Oh, oh there we go. Give yourself a slap, sir. <laughs> uh, my grandfather, who recently passed, was a big Northampton uh, with the Saints fan. Yeah. So there are some family links to that sort of neck. My sister went to college in that area. Anyhow, we do we do come up, uh, and obviously I think a meet is probably the most likely time that we will uh, gather uh, in the first instance. But I do look forward to drinking a, a large quantity of beer with either of you at some point. <laughs> to actually hear your voices, I'll have that in my head. And each time we're chatting on Instagram, now. cool, definitely nice, cool. Rock and roll, boys. So yes. that... yeah, yeah, we'll 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 stop the recording. But thanks for thanks for listening, everyone. Jesus. Yeah.